Um, hey, I'm Nathan. Um, weird week has happened. Uh, Paul is here as well. I am. And uh, we're we're monks of some kind. Um, we like media, um, but we also don't like lawsuits. So, so we might not be media monks <laughs> for much longer. I don't know. I I've been yeah, thinking I, of I, reaching out do. to those guys and being like, "Hey, Are so we... we've been doing this. Sorry, but cool." Like, yeah, friends. So Space to them, just be like upfront. It's just like, is this okay, or are you gonna get angry at some point? Because we can, we can not, we can change it. I'll Other just, words, alliterate. Then so. I'll just be like, so we got like thousands of fans. Um, kind of a just, big deal. Yeah, just wondering if like you want to keep the name because we probably know more people than you. <laughs> <laughs> or just try to, yeah, just try to strong harm them. It's just like, hey, I noticed your name was kind of like ours. Can you guys change that? The funny thing is, I'm not even a hundred percent crazy about the name. It's just kind of fun and and uh, illiterate. Mm-hmm. So like, that's good. But like, I wouldn't mind changing to something permanent. Sure. Yeah, we just came up with some conversation over like, what should we call it? Mm-hmm. And that was the best thing we came up with, but. We could probably come up with something better. I don't know. I would hope so. Um, what should we talk about, man? Like weird stuffs happen. Like yeah, so this is going to be probably a serious episode. Uh, a lot of to some extent, talk. but only if you think you know marriage and true love and stuff. Is I serious. don't. Bu- I don't believe true love exists. We'll get yeah. into that a little totally bit later. Does. I built yeah, that well, gaming PC though. Oh yeah, sweet. How's that? Three hundred bucks, huh? It was so easy. Like the. There's only one part about it, I think we talked a little bit about it, is when you put the processor into the motherboard, you can really fuck it up. Mm-hmm. You can static that thing and it's over. That, or, like, if you push too hard or, like, it doesn't drop in properly or something. If you bend one of the little pins on a processor, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Because it's garbage. So, like, I was a little nervous about that because the last time I've actually built a PC was when PCs were hard to build. Like, there was, like, ribbon cables and shit like that. Okay. So, like, it's been a while, and, like... But, no, I went to the place, I got all the parts I needed, spent spent about 300 bucks, which isn't too bad for mid-range. I didn't buy a graphics card, because the motherboard I chose had onboard graphics that were two generations better than my one I was using my last computer, so it automatically could play every game I had on the highest setting. Okay. So, like, there is no point in upgrading. But now that the Steam sale went on and I bought newer games, I'm going to have to buy one eventually to play those on Ultra, but they still play on high, so whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, apparently at this place, Memory Express, when you buy a processor and, like, some RAM or whatever like that on the motherboard, they just set that all for you. They're like, yeah, just give us about 10 minutes. So they worry about that. They throw it in. They plug it in throw it on a monitor just to make sure that it boots up by itself fine and then Mm -hmm. they give it to you so that's good i didn't have to worry about any of that i just had to come home and throw it all together into the case so yeah i've been playing a crap load of games because of it okay that's great I, i still don't know like what you mean by throw it all together like people have joked about that to the point where i'm not sure what it like there's a giant bomb video where brad puts everything in a box and just shakes it around and That's then they obviously it. they obviously edit and then a PC comes out and it's like oh it's that easy but it's like okay obviously it's not that easy are you spending hours with screwdrivers and like goggles and you're I spent, soldering and I spent like, an hour total 
is it like Ikea, you just clip, 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 screw this in with your Allen wrench, done, or what? Essentially, so like, okay, so I brought everything home, you open the case, you open up the side panel. Okay. You put the motherboard in, it can only fit one way, so just that... Just some screwdriver business, right? Yeah, just a normal Whoa, screwdriver. Alright. Then you screw that on, and then mm-hmm. you literally just plug in everything. Like, you throw in your power supply, screw that in. You don't even need a screwdriver for the bigger stuff because the cases they make nowadays actually come with thumb screws, so you can just thumb screw everything. And you don't need to worry about, like, oh, dude, you put that in the wrong place, it's going to overheat. You're done. Um, Stupid, like... Marginally, yes, not really. Because, um, like I said, the motherboards, they're usually ATX, like, size. Okay. So a case will fit them a specific way. The only thing you have to worry about is that you put the little pegs in where you're going to screw the motherboard in. Mm-hmm. And those are already predetermined with screw holes wherever wherever you want to put it. But if you put a peg in a spot that isn't being used, it can short out your motherboard because it's conductive. Okay. So, I mean, but that's just common sense. Like, you wouldn't put a peg down in the middle of a motherboard and not use it. So, whatever. That's um, not a huge deal. Then the power supply is literally just, like, a block that can only fit in one area. You throw it in there, you screw it in, and then you just run the cables from the power supply to their designated positions on the motherboard, throw in an optical drive in there, you're done. Okay. Yeah. So, easy, okay. I don't have money right now because PAX is about to happen and whatever, but... But if you think about it, like, $300 gaming PC, that's less than I've spent... That's half the price I spent for my PlayStation when it came out. Right, and that's, like, a 360 right now, and it has a it's great... better than a 360 right now without a graphics card. Like, that's disgusting. It's, yeah, like, I, I was... I Like, okay, I guess my tech stuff this week, um, my wireless keyboard and mouse finally arrived. Right on, yep. And I'm just sitting here, like, like costs, like, 30 bucks or something for both of them. It's like a Microsoft product. It's not amazing, but it's like, dude, wireless controller 360 is like twice that. Now here I am sitting on my couch with like web, like a great web browser and everything because it's a computer and I'm watching all my media and all this stuff through my TV. It's just like... Absolutely. Why were we... Like, I don't even know why... What I'm going to do with my PlayStation now because it's like, oh, I don't need that Netflix app anymore because I just have the real thing right here. That's going to bring me to my next point quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get Xbox Live again and might not even use it again. Yeah, I, I I didn't want it this past time. I a- automatically got resubscribed and just kind of dealt with it. But, yeah. yeah, that service is not what it used to be. And I was thinking about it. The Wii as a console has gained a lot in my mind now because the Wii has first-party software that will never be on a PC. Right, like, it's like, if you but want... But it's the only for- one that is like that. On that note, I got a component cable for my Wii finally, so... Nice. It will look slightly better. I'm not sure what kind of night and day or what I'm expecting, but... And also, with Xbox, Summer of Arcade sucks. I've heard bad things this year, yeah. pretty bad. Like, I'm still curious about Deadlight, but, like, you've played it, right? What's wrong with it? What what happened? Because that was was one of the ones I played at E3, and I was just like, this is fun. And it was okay, right? Yeah. So I did a preview of it a couple months ago for um, a site I used to write for, mm-hmm. and everything about it looked fantastic. It 
I was so excited. It had a good pedigree behind it. Tequila Studios got some good, like, X-Diablo and Blizzard guys and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I wrote in the show notes here, it's about 30% serviceable as a game, about 20% unrealized potential, and 50% trash. Like, what's... Is it the latter half? Is the story just go off the rails or okay, something? Okay, so there's three acts. The first act, you're in Seattle, like, on the main streets and stuff, just kind of running from shadows, a.k.a. zombies, whatever you I've want to call I've been to Seattle, them. so that's cool. Yeah, so, okay, I guess for anyone that doesn't know, Deadlight takes place in 1986 at, in Seattle after a catastrophe happened and a bunch of zombies started attacking and whatnot. So post-Watchmen. Post-Watchmen, yes. <laughs> Who watches them? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So, The Shadow? Direct sequel. Zombies <laughs> come out of the yeah, aliens You've heard it here first. Deadlight is the direct sequel. The <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just... It's weird that they rooted it in 1985 or, or okay, 86. So the first bit is fine. Yeah. Um, it's basically running around just trying to survive. And that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fine. Um, the biggest gripe I have with it and the rest of the game is that they expect you to do a lot of weird platformy stuff, but they put too much emphasis on animation and not enough on tight control, so some of it is just really irritating. Okay. But you don't really feel that until about the halfway through Act 2 and the rest of Act 3. Why? What What changes? In Act 2, you're actually... Ending? like We might get into spoiler territory here, though. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't care. But okay. If, well, it, if anybody it cares, literally maybe. just came out, so it's kind of lame. But so, like, I guess if anybody cares, I'm just gonna say right now the story's terrible. Like, the story's you, terrible. You think okay. it's gonna be pretty good? It. Does, I'm just gonna tell you right now, it doesn't lead up to where you think it's gonna lead, and it takes it's kind zombies, of a really? wussy way out. Okay, I don't. I don't know well, where. Because like I, the whole thing, he's looking for his friends and his family. Yeah. And then it just turns out. Oh no. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I found my friends, but I forgot I did this really important thing with my family way before, like, before this catastrophe really got out of hand. Yeah. So I don't know why I was looking for them the whole time. <laughs> so, whatever. It's just really stupid. So, the second act, you're in the sewers with a guy called The Rat. He refers to himself. And he sets up a whole bunch of weird, like, little obstacles and stuff that you have to go through. So it's basically nothing but platforming for the whole second half. Which is fine, I guess. But it's just kind of lame. It's kind of weird, too, because your character's name is Randall Wayne. And yeah. the rat refers to you as Mr. Wayne. So you're doing all these weird <laughs> obstacles. And he's like, you'll have to do better, Mr. Wayne. And just like, stuff like that. And you're like, yeah. I'm, I'm not Batman. Don't do I that. I saw that in uh, the quick look that they did over at Giant Bomb. And yeah, it was weird to hear that said without any kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then the latter yeah. half, just straight up army guys. Not even zombies anymore are the threat. Just dudes with like guns. Like, kind of. They're a thing called the New Order or whatever. And basically it's a bunch of like renegade. Like, bruh. What? Sorry. In Cobra, there's the New World Order Axe Murderers team or whatever. And they, yeah, that, but this is kind of like a bunch that's of... that's in 86, so this is actually the sequel to Cobra. With zombies. <laughs> I'm is, just trying to make this better than it sounds. So. This is more like ex-cops uh, and army people. Basically vigilantes who think they know what they're doing and they're killing everybody that stands in their way. Mm -hmm. So they're just basically like, if you don't join the New Order, we're just going to kill you. 
can you join the New World Order? You can't, no. Because okay. they have your friends and maybe family. Okay. So, and but, the, so like, the l latter half is basically an escort mission because you find one of your friends and you, she follows you and you have to help her up stuff. If like, She looks like Ellen Page? Uh, she looks like a shadow because it's 2D and, like, the lake, it's like a silhouette. Right. And, and no, she has red hair. She looks more like Meryl if, like... From oh. Metal Gear Solid One, if Meryl was hot, did people did people over of the opinion Meryl is hot? Well, but okay, I'd like okay. Anyways, whatever. That happened. There's you know Rule Thirty Four applies to everything. So, so another big problem I have though is like I was saying before, not just the whole like stupid story or like the acts are unfun after the first bit. Or that it just kind of blindsides you and says you're going to get this type of game and then you don't anymore. Yeah. It's the fact that the controls are kind of garbage. Well, I just heard it's, like, very, like, measured. Like, it's like, you jump, you will jump this far all the time. There's no air control at all. Like, it's very... Yeah, like Prince of Persia 1 or something? It's exactly like Prince of Persia 1. I was actually going to make that comparison because there's a lot of, like, jumps and stuff that... Did you ever play the first Prince of Persia on the computer? Uh, I played the unlockable first one in the GameCube version of Sands of Time. Or okay, whatever. I, I didn't like it. I, I don't know what that means, but if it's like the computer... It's a port of that old game. If it's so. emulated like the same, then yes, it's exactly the same thing. Like you, There's some ledges you have to climb on, but you have to be right under them, and to get right under them, you have to kind of just like really slowly and carefully walk to them. But, oh, this platform's going to go down if you don't hurry. Just stuff like that. Like, the controls are really bad for what they want you to do. Yeah. And that doesn't make it fun. It makes you do the same part three times until you just magically Do they checkpoint it. nice, at least? Like, limbo, kind of? Where no, you're, like, so... you're dying a lot, but it just happens, so it doesn't matter? No, not really. Okay. Um, in fact, it doesn't even save your checkpoints. You have to start at the beginning of the act if you quit the game. If you quit the game, okay. So that's pretty great because uh, on the weekend, well, I mean, John, we were hanging out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, t I was playing through it. I played through about ten minutes of Act 3, the worst act out of all of them. Yeah. And then I turned the system off because we were meeting up for lunch, came back, started playing it again, and just flipped the fuck out because I had to start at the beginning. And I just walked away and went on the computer. <laughs> okay. So. H how was lunch, though? It was good? Yeah, we went to Quiznos. I've been wanting Quiznos again for a while because I hadn't had it in probably about two years. Do they have like the? Do they have spinach there? Can you get spinach on your sandwich? I think so. Oh, dude, they might awesome. even have spinach dip. Oh, spinach dip okay. is kind of amazing, but they also have broccoli cheese soup, which is amazing. All right. So overall, like the sandwich you ate versus Deadlight, what is a better expenditure? Oh, the sandwich. Even just like talking with a friend for a bit, like meeting up with John and having lunch with him. Like, okay. everything, like if we had podcasted, that would have been better. Everything I've done has been better than Deadlight. <laughs> and I think more than anything, it's just that I expected so much from it, because yeah. I was really looking forward to it, and now I'm just let down completely. Okay. And I know Hybrid's coming out next week, and I know that game's garbage. So. Really? Like, I never played it. Like, it just looked neat. Like, just flipping gravity or whatever, like, flying around and shooting and stuff, but you're not feeling it, huh? Just, it, you got the beta, so... For one thing, it's not um, my type of game. I'm not a big fan of deathmatch games, and that's all it oh. is. 
So like just Cover fighting eight. it vertical shooter or something? Yeah, and then, like, mix onto it. Like, I'm not good at them for one thing, and then, like, give me a weird control scheme to, like, move around. It's just, I'm not feeling it. I don't like it at all. So, zero points for this year's Summer of Arcade? Like, just nothing? I'm gonna say Tony Hawk, though. Like, you ended up warming up to it? I ended up warming up to it because there's this issue every Tony Hawk game has that I always forget about, and everybody does for the first bit is that you never start a Tony Hawk game with full stats. Right. But you end off the last one you played with full stats. You know what I mean? Because, like, you play one for a while, you get your stats all the way up, and then it's fun because you're doing crazy stuff. Right. And you just go into the next game expecting that, and no, that doesn't happen for a while. So once I got all my stats, then it was good. Yeah. But then by that time, I was done with it. So take that for what you will, I guess. They probably shouldn't have put stats in that game. Mm-hmm. It was an arcade release anyways. They should have just made it arcadey as hell. I don't have strong opinions on Tony Hawk. Um, Project 8 was a game. Um, it was. That was okay. I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> it was okay. Okay. Compared to, Sk- like, hybrid. Sh- sure. Skateboarding. Hybrid? What is that? What? Compared to hybrid. Oh, compared to hybrid. Yeah, We're like coming out next week. That was Tony Hawk Hybrid. Tony Hawk Hybrid, that'd be amazing. Now, something like that. And a gun. It's also got a gun. This that time it's for money. Sure. <laughs> he was interviewing MGMT. I don't know why. That's I was the weirdest thing. Videos. Yeah, I I don't know. I yeah, I've also just been like looking through music stuff, and yo, second albums suck a lot of the time, huh? Weird. Um. Sophomore releases, they just don't get it right. You know what? I'm MGMT. gonna say I'm gonna say I agree. Because I, I can't, I can't think of exceptions right now. That's why. Like I, I will say one is Weezer's Pinkerton is an exception. People didn't like it, but it's actually. I don't, I don't think I agree with that, but I really like. Um, like, I was going to say Nine Inch Nails, but that's hard to do. Oh, was, was their second one pretty good? Or? Well, it's hard to say because like he does, he names all of his Halo and then a number and then the title. Okay. So, like, technically his second album, Halo 2, is actually his first full-length release. Dude, I loved Halo 2. The ending was kind of weird, though. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a jerk now. <laughs> I haven't the album at all. Anyways, um, um, maybe he'll just run down the other games I played real quick. Okay, sure. AVP Alien vs. Predator, the 2010 edition, not the 2007. Like or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, not the 2007 one or the old SNES and arcade ones back from 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good. Been playing the Marine campaign because it's the first one. After this is Alien and then Predator. Not really looking forward to playing as an alien because it's probably going to make me dizzy from moving around the walls and stuff. Really weird. Mm-hmm. Marine campaign's pretty fun. Standard first-person shooter. Pretty okay controls, and it has aliens and predators. I killed a predator. That's pretty great. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Conviction, been playing that a little bit more. I realize now why you don't like those type of games and why I don't like the first game I played of Splinter Cell. Mm-hmm. It's because when you get to an actual infiltration mission, they suck. Like, Is this one where it's like, if you get spotted, you're failed? Oh, not only if you get spotted, if like they see a dead body, if... Um, <sighs> That's what else? so lame. Like, if they just... hear a gunshot... Like, anything. If they yeah. at all know you're there. And it's bad because they're usually in pairs of two. Right. So, like, you could get through, like, half an hour worth of this mission, and then, like, one, you'll miss one headshot or whatever. You're done. 
No part. part of that is fun. Like, that's why, like, I like the open dynamic thing of, like, a Skyrim, I, I obviously. But, like, you're stealthing, and then you fuck up, and then you're just like, alright, well, time to burn every everybody. Right. And you can do it, because you're, you know. But see, when they do it in Metal Gear Solid, like, they have the extreme condition that you can put on, where that if you're spotted, you're caught, and like, it's done. I love yeah. playing that, but maybe that's just because I played so much of Metal Gear Solid that, mm-hmm. like, the controls are just second nature, and I never get caught. Okay, whereas here it's just, yeah. And it's, it's kind of like weird, like, games at, at first I thought I would like it better with a gamepad, and, like, no, because aiming's better, like, movement is way better with a gamepad, but when I have to actually do headshots, it sucks. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm in this weird position where I don't want to play with the keyboard and mouse or the gamepad, so, like, what do I do now? Not play it. I mean, pretty much. Um, I bought Kung Fu Strike The Warriors Rise. It's a pretty good little game there. Okay, um, I, I've never heard of this, but Kung Fu is a thing. Uh, that Riza is movie thing. is coming out, so... It has a style very similar to the point of maybe ripping off um, Street Fighter Four. Okay. Uh, basically, you're a dude, you get attacked by a bunch of guys, and you have to Kung Fu them. Your Kung Fu must be best. <laughs> okay. It's just kind of like an arcade type game. Every level is a new challenge, like a bunch of guys, and then a boss fight, and then like maybe a bunch more guys, or whatever like that. Uh, they score you based on how long you take, how much damage you take, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, fun $10 little game on Steam only, as far as I know. I've been playing with uh, Gamepad, though, because it's Gamepad ready, which makes me suspect that maybe they want to take it to Xbox one day. Mm-hmm. But uh, more so than anything biggest problem with it is that they expect you to do a lot of tight stuff but they focus a little bit too much on animation again which is okay because eventually you get the feel for it and like you just know when to stop pushing a button and like to move and push another button to dodge or whatever it's Uh just kind of a weird learning curve you get used to it after a while though uh the witcher enhanced edition uh, basically a Dragon Age style fantasy RPG, but more realized and focused, so it's really fun. You can get really deep into that, and the combat is something that once you get used to it, it's probably the best combat I've ever done in one of those games, but it took a little bit to get used to. I've heard good things, but are you playing gamepad or no? Uh, the witch, the first Witcher, you can't. Oh, you just can't? Because I, I heard the second one has really good controller support, but... Yeah, because the second one also came out on the Xbox, right? Eventually, yeah. But, okay. I think they came out at the same time? Which no, it, it came out some months later. Oh, okay. It, it, it took a while. But, okay, so just boobs, right? Everywhere? Just flopping around? Uh, yeah, awesome. like, within the first half an hour, I fucked the first girl. So that's good. <laughs> Is it cutscenes? Like, what are we talking about? I did, I'm not just being, like, juvenile. Like, that's actually what I've heard about The Witchers. There's just tons of sex in it. Like um, I've only Game played, of Thrones, the game. I've only played about an hour of it, so okay. I can't get really into that. Basically, it had some weird, like, distorted effect, and then, like, a card came up, like a tarot card or something mm-hmm. like that, with, like, the girl on it. I don't know. It was kind of weird. I mean, it didn't feel really sexual at all. It just kind of felt awkward, but that's fine, because I'm usually feeling awkward with sex in video games anyway, because, you know, yeah. polygons. And, like, yeah, God of War did all that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just not sure how to feel about, like, is it, like, is that adding to anything? Is this important to the story? Or are they just kind of like, never, hey, It uh, never really does. Okay. Um, Sonic Generations, that is the best Sonic game I've played since Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Okay. It's really, I don't, really I, like, good. 
I don't know if you're expecting me to fight you on that. I have no idea. Like, no, that's fine. I mean, okay. I know a lot of people like, don't. Like, yo, Sonic 3 was awesome. That opening <laughs> bit, I, I don't care. I, I don't know. Well, like, Sonic CD was pretty good, too. I know a lot of people don't even know a lot of Sonic to, like, make any argument. Let I have that mega like, collection. Or, like, like Sonic, so that's fine. But basically, yeah. Sonic Generations gives you the best parts of the 2D stuff you grew up with mm-hmm. and the best parts of the 3D stuff they released later on. So like it's Dream a nice mixture of both. Okay. Where you're, like, just going, flying through a level super... It's the first Sonic game out of all of them where you actually feel like you're going really fast. Like, the whole world is just going, like, a blur as you're going. Man, I don't know. Like, I just don't remember hearing anything about Generations. Like, I remember Colors was supposed to be okay. Yeah. Um, And the DS ones were kind of well-regarded or whatever, but... I think next time you come over, I'll boot it up, and then you can take a look. Okay. You'll be pleasantly surprised. What, where, where is, is, when did this come out? What What is this? came out, I think, at the end of last year. Okay. Um, and, like... Basically, Sonic's friends were throwing him a party, and then this weird thing... Like, I don't know the whole story, because I'm still playing through it. This mm-hmm. weird thing, like, captured them all into different acts or levels, basically different dimensions, and, like, froze them. So mm-hmm. you have to go through the levels to, like, bring color back to their world or something like that. I don't know. Just one of those type of things. Okay. I just, yeah, I, I heard more about Sonic 4 Episode 2 or whatever, but that was more recent, right? Yeah. And then I was playing some more Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing because I really love that game, and dude, fuck Mario Kart. Because it's not HD or what? No, because I, like Mar- I don't like Mario Kart. They're kind of the same, though. Is it the characters? Yep. I like Sega characters better than the Mario characters. Okay. I, I think that's weird, but whatever. I, I'll allow it. Do you? A little bit. I mean, I just grew up with that, though. So it's just like... I just I was a Nintendo kid, so I don't know Sega characters. Gotcha. So it's just like, yo, we got these Virtual Fighter guys, and it's just like, oh, that's... Okay. It's kind of dumb, isn't it? It's like, like, no, how dare you? What about, like, Mobo and Robo? Those aren't things. Or, what's his name? Ryu Hayabusa or whatever? What? That's from Ninja Gaiden. Oh, not Hayabusa. The other guy. Like, the Virtual Fighter guy, right? It's got, like, I can't a headband. remember his name, yeah. There's yeah. two of them sharing a car in that game. Right. I, I know that, but I don't know who they are. Like, I have VF4, so those are okay. I was never a huge fan of the VF games. Chun-D is okay. He's drunk all the time, and he gets better when he's drunk. That's it's, pretty it, good. It, I enjoyed that character, actually. He's this old guy, but yeah, whatever. Um, Okay, so Sonic and Sega All-Star Racers, it's, it's great. Check it out. Yeah. Carding. Um, I don't know how... I'm just going to go chronological, I guess, because I don't, like, just stack on my media, and then, I don't know, that, that kind of isn't what happened. Yeah. Um, so, right after my birthday stuff, uh, weekend trip with my dad to the their place out in Creston um, to help them move and whatever. Yep. Um, and then that's when they're like, oh, we're getting divorced. Um, Boom. So, I guess, but... Like, I describe my reaction as being kind of like the character Abed from Community. Did in you that... disassociate from the Yeah, like, I was more of looking it. at it from a detached kind of... It's like, oh, yeah, it's like that Louis C.K. bit where, you mm-hmm. know, he, he's getting divorced and stuff, but Louis C.K. is now my dad. All right. Like, it just like I was just relating it to other things, or like Alexander Payne movies okay. were all floating around in my head, and I was just like, I'm in an Alexander Payne movie right now. Interesting. I should probably write that or something. I don't know. Like, I was just not really getting to 
emotional about it or anything. And right, I because it's not like you're going to stop talking to both of them. Yeah, so I had big conversations with both of them about a lot of stuff that they've been going through. and Like, that was interesting, so I know my parents way better, and I think I'm handling it pretty good, actually. But Not to it's get more... too personal, how is your sibling handling it? Uh, uh, less, well, like, that... there, was, there were tears involved. That's really too bad. Um, whereas, like, I, yeah, I, I'm just gonna, I didn't cry, and I'm not, it's not because I don't have emotions or something, like, I watched Akiru, and damn, but, <laughs> like, it has to be the right scenario or something, and it's, Or, like, yeah. the end of Return of the Jedi? Uh, no, His I father died, I, yo. He did, but that one's And then he burned him. He burned thought, his oh, armor. We're just like, yo, there's that awesome party, and it was so awesome, so. Uh, Ewoks. Ewoks are playing drums with the helmets and stuff, and the ghost appears, and it's like this old guy who's never been in anything. You're just like, what? Who's that? No. Nope. And then so was like, I'm gonna fix it. Hayden Christensen's yeah, there. Yeah, I was gonna say, That's nope. Now it's Hayden Christensen. Which I know. Is much worse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe I was a little more emotional. No, that sounds terrible. But those are important <laughs> movies. Though. Those are important movies. So you know what? Actually, maybe it's like I was actually listening to old episodes where the sound stuff happens where they changed the sound effects of some of the movies, and I got pretty emotional about that. So, you know, I don't know. But okay. What are we talking about? Parents? Oh, my sibling. She's back. fine, I guess. Um, But yeah, I think I'm more... It, it kind of just validated a lot of feelings and opinions I have about marriage and monogamy and how it's not how things are supposed to go, like, fighting against natural tendencies and stuff to do that, and it's all really religious-based anyway, and why is it still a thing, and all this stuff, so, in a weird way, I was like, ah, my theory was right, as part of this whole thing, because, like, they've been kind of the one weird sticking point in my thing, where it's just like, well, I don't think relationships work that way, but my parents have been together for a long time, so that's kind of weird, and it's just like, oh, okay, done, but, yeah, it's... I'm just saying, that's that's the thing. And, like, yeah, apparently a lot of relatives are upset and stuff, and I still have a lot of conversations to have with a lot of people about how I feel. I think a lot of people think I'm in a weirder spot than I am. You know what I mean? Like you're just trying to, like, hide it. Or, yeah, it's just like, oh, man, Nathan, I'm so sorry, are you okay? Like, we, like it's okay, I, like, we, sh- we should go for, like, a meal or something, and we can, we can talk about it. It's just like, oh, okay, I, yeah, all right. Like, where, what do you want to eat or whatever? Like, I'm not that, like, oh, devastated. Like, you must be so ruined. It's like, I don't know. Not really. I mean, I'm an adult. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of past the point where it would just totally rend my world and change everything. Because, like, I'm, I'm not in their house anymore or anything. So it's more on them now. So I'm more just worried about my friends who are my parents than I am about, you know, this changing. That's my- still rough, though. It's weird. Just it's worrying little... about anybody. Yeah, but I think generally they're okay. But okay, the main thing this brings up is like I guess the the main cause of all this is uh, religion versus atheism. Right. As kind of a core component of why this stopped working like a year ago or whatever. Right. And I'm I'm a big part of that because like through conversations I had with my dad about Nathan. religion stuff. Yeah. It's not yep. your fault. No, it's not. Nathan. It's not I your want... fault. Well, I, I'm, I'm actually it's taking not your credit. Fault. I'm taking credit for it. <laughs> I'm taking credit? Yeah, no. I I set my dad on the course of reason, and it's one of the proudest things I've ever done. Okay? 
Okay. So I like I'm not I have no regrets about that at all. Like Right. Yeah. Nor should like, you. No, yeah. Through conversations I've had with my dad, like it kind of set him down this like path of self discovery and reflecting on his religious upbringing and all this stuff and reading all these philosophy books and whatever. It's important. And he has become a much more relatable and interesting person in the last year and a half than he has b- had been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, reading tons of stuff, like, um, watching Mad Men now, thanks to me, which now I'm glad to have someone with a different perspective on that era and stuff to talk to about it. Yeah. Um, and d- yeah, just like engaging in modern stuff, like a lot of media and things that he was not letting himself look into before, because like, oh, I don't know if this, you know, it's not a Christian thing to do. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's been really exciting. And then it's kind of left some people really confused, including my mom, and it's just not worked out on that front. But yeah, no, I think this is, like, his ambitions now are way more grand than they were a while ago. Like, he wants to write and go and see things and all this stuff. So I'm actually pretty happy with that. Yeah. But it's, yeah. You might have saved a life. Kind of. Because you know what, even if your mom believes in, like, the other stuff, if she's happy believing it, then that's great, too. Uh, like, that's the thing that's kind of been a weird sticking point, though, because, like, it's more just, like, no one, like, she's just not engaging with it. And it's kind of, like, become this frustrating tendency I see in my, like, okay, like, a Six months ago, I don't know, half like a year ago maybe, I was on a pretty staunch, um, what 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 is it, anti-theism kind of kick. Yeah, where it's like yeah, Around Pax time. I remember like Christopher Hitchens, like Dawkins, like let's tear this crap down. This is so dumb. Um, but I kind of rein that in some because it's like, hey, you know, like we got to be nice and remember where you were, like, t- a couple years ago, like, it's really comfortable when you're in there, and you can't really see outside of it, and it's all, you know, just don't don't rock the boat, just let them kind of slowly decide to come out of the boat themselves, but, like, it's just frustrating, it's so frustrating. Yeah, because and- you don't want to go the other way, you don't want to treat atheism like a theist would treat their religion, trying yeah. to, like, cram it down people's throats, since right. atheism is the lack of belief, you don't want to be preaching a belief against God or something. I guess you should keep open because if right, like I, if someday there is like proof of a god, then like right that's, that's great too. But, like I would describe myself as kind of like technically a Carl Sagan style agnostic because I don't deny that there could be something. I think but, the word people like to use is skeptic. He's very skeptical, very very skeptical. Because like yeah, they're, like at the very least, all of the contemporary religions we have now are completely wrong and very like, self-centered and ridiculous. Okay? So, there's that. Okay. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> okay. Just, are you okay with what I'm saying right now? I'm okay um, with what you're saying. All I'm saying, though, is that I don't really like atheists either because they take it to a weird belief level, too. Well, like, but it's, like, not atheists, certain anti-theists maybe or something. Yeah. Like, it, people can do that. And I was doing it for a while, and I, I it's like... They misuse the term atheist, though. Well, because it's not even a... Th- like, it, I actually, yeah, that did come up as being a weird thing. Like, anyone that wears, like, a shirt that's just like, yo, I'm an atheist, or just a big capital red A or something, or the flying spaghetti monster stuff, mm-hmm. I don't get what you're doing, because it's not enough of a belief to really define a personality. Well, it's not a like, belief. It's not a belief. It's, it's nothing. The, it's like it's one, the complete opposite of it. If you want, sure, but 
it's like just one little thing. It's not even a big thing, mm-hmm. really. It shouldn't be. We all default to that anyway because you're a baby and you don't know. Yeah. So you're technically all atheists up to a certain point. Yep. Because you don't you don't believe in anything. You believe just what you see and what you experience. I believe in myself, yo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I find that a little weird. Like it, it makes more sense to just be like, I'm wearing something with something I'm interested in. Like I'm wearing a Fallout shirt right now. I like that game. Like that makes sense. Do you believe in it? Like I don't. I believe it exists. Like what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just stirring the pot. Technically Fallout 3, though, so I would prefer a new Vegas shirt, because I think that game's better. So I'm actually being a little disingenuous to my actual thoughts on the Fallout franchise. But I'm willing to talk about it. If anyone wants to come up on the street and say, hey, Fallout, then we can talk. I don't care. <laughs> I but <hate> that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm, yeah, it, like, anyone who's kind of going around throwing atheism at people and shouting people down, like, I was that guy for a while, and it just doesn't work well for friendships, so I bottled it up a lot. But... This whole situation still makes it really frustrating. It's like, oh, you know, what happened? How did this relationship go this way? And it's like, well, it's because you're still holding on to this old thing. Like, why? Like, what's that for? Why do we have this? It's like I compared it to talking to a kid who grew up with a security blanket yeah. and now 45 and he still has a security blanket. And at some point, like, you're just, you know, you're the friend and you're just going to, you know, be supportive of your friend and you just want him to kind of slowly grow out of it. But it's been a long time. It's getting really frustrating seeing him just kind of walk around and, like, look ridiculous. And you're just like, hey, buddy, you don't need that anymore, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I know when you were a little kid, it helped you figure things out and feel safe and everything. But it, it, you don't need it. You really don't need it. What's wrong? What's going on? Like, let's let's examine what it is with you that you still think you need this. And people don't like being introspective about that stuff. They're just like, no, it's just what I believe. It's just what I believe, and it's true because I believe it. And my mom believed it, and her mom believed it, so we believe it now. And it's just like, that's not a reason. That's not anything. What are you What are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of re, re, like, stirred up some of that stuff that I kind of thought was done, like, with myself, where I'm like, I'm at peace with, you know, like, we're slowly going to get over this religion thing as a people. It's, it's clearly happening, so just don't worry about it. And it's just like, nah. You know, this is a, a very pertinent example of where it's it's still bothering me quite a bit. Right. But, yeah. Like, the thing is, like, I know, like, I'm convinced I'm right. Right? Like, that's the thing. People don't like that, but I'm, pr- I'm pretty darn sure you're wrong and there isn't, like, this giant lake of fire and all this junk. I can't prove it, though, so whatever. But... The onus is not on the disbeliever to prove their disbelief, though. I know. And I know that, and I've tried to relay that, ar- like, argument uh, logic to the people, and they're just like, no, I, I don't know, that's it still just doesn't seem to add up or whatever. And you're just like, okay, like, it, like it's like I know the default state at the end of this whole thing. Like time will tell, and time will tell that I was right. But but does you know, it matter if you're right? Frustrating. No, it really doesn't because we're all just gonna die and whatever anyway. But right. don't that anyway. I don't know. But ugh, it's yeah. So that's that's all been a thing. Um, what what else happened? Oh. Oh, yeah. The, briefly, there was that computer... I meant to say this. There was that computer thing that happened. Um, it was yeah. to be true. I, yeah. I should explain. Late Amazon night, someone linked me to a $4 desktop computer that I thought was just a phishing scam, but it was there. But I guess it was probably just some inventory mistake or something, and they flaked out of it. Um, by they sent saying, you an email then? Yeah, they just said, oh, we're out of stock. And I was like, well... Okay, 
but Weird. I'm sure the real issue, situation is, dude, that's like negative 800% our profit margin. We can't do that, but whatever. Um, yeah, so that that did not happen, but I didn't really expect it to. No. Uh, games? Movies and stuff? Should we talk about that? <laughs> do you have any questions about anything? Or do you, do you have thoughts to share about monogamy or something? Also that, like, that's not... That's that's not. Oh right, this is the end of the story because right after I went to a wedding, um, <laughs> and felt really weirdly bitter about everything because I just got loaded with a, a weekend full of cynicism about the viability of marriage. Yeah, and to go to one was a test of my di- diplomatic skills or something. Like I I don't know. How, I did that one snarky thing after the ceremony, which was um. At, at like at a lunch or whatever, like I, I I thought I detected a note of like yeah you know it's a wedding, and then I jumped in on that and I was like yeah like I think I've seen this one before right same thing, and it nice. was like not received that way. It was just like whoa what what's going on? I was just like huh, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm anyway. Uh, so sandwiches like it just did they know? Did they? Yes. Yeah, they knew my situation, so that probably helped them understand why that happened. But yeah, I I'm still of that opinion though that marriage ceremony, like the ceremony part of it, is just so formula that I'm like after I've been to half a dozen, like it just gets boring. Yeah. Like like you, you know like, like cute music choice or whatever, but like at some point, can we just have like a laser light show or just some giant thing comes out or something? Like do something. Like if I ever have a wedding, and I'm not sure why I would at this point, but whatever. Um, I don't know. I'd want to re just not just do something else, just something completely different. And I'm not sure why. I think I would talk a lot, and also very much use it as an opportunity for a podcast you know, idea. No, I had this idea though, like to use it as an anti-religion thing to like trick all my relatives to come to a thing where they would feel obligated to celebrate my thing, and then yeah. be like, "This is my party, yo." And you all silly, and here's why. <laughs> oh, so. you don't want to do that. Don't I? I don't know. Like, <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest, I think this is just your way of handling it. You're mm-hmm. being a little bit bitter about it. Yeah. Like, you don't want to hurt your family. Come on. <sighs> Let's be real. But, like, the pastory ones that are, like... I, I, I know. That, I mean, I hate weddings. <laughs> just straight up, I can't stand them. Okay. Um, I don't believe that love exists. So that grand, like one for one person thing, like yeah, no, not at all. I don't believe there's such thing as one for one at all, unless you're just looking introspectively and like, yeah, I'm for myself or something deep. Then maybe. I guess. Um, but do whatever biological urges and whatever. Like, there's not that much going on that's special. It's. I but, think love is only biological. It's just a means to perpetuate... It's a survival instinct that yeah, people Yeah, and get. there's nothing wrong with that. No. It's just... It's fine. It's kind of great, but don't don't make it... Build it up into this grand, epic thing. It totally isn't. And that's kind of what weddings are. They're just like a inflate the importance of this thing festival. You heard it here first. Nathan Rohr supports... Are you going to say it? Supports what? Random one-night stands. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I okay. <laughs> I didn't say that or whatever. Like polyamorous, that's a thing. Not like polygamy, but that just means you're signing a thing. Like that at that point, I don't know why you're doing it. That would like, suck. 
yeah, you're breaking the law for some reason. Like, just don't, you don't need that. Just, whatever. Well, it would just suck being with a bunch of people. At all the time? Ugh. Could you imagine? Uh, vaguely? Like, at least when you're married or, like, in a monogamous relationship, you're dealing with only one other person, not, like, three. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, so much baggage. I guess so, but... I don't know. I'd have to dwell on that more. Um, okay, that that initial snarkiness about the ceremony, all said and done, uh, the reception was actually quite nice, um, and they did seem a lot more relaxed about it and a casual attitude about it, and they are my friends, and I was happy for them and all that. So it, it worked out. But And, yeah, I did have a good time, but that initial conflict in my head was really powerful. So Were there I, anyone I've ever met? I don't think so, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations to them either way. Yeah, like, I hope, yeah, this doesn't get misconstrued as me being real bitter about being invited or something. Like, it was it was great. I got books somehow. They actually had a great idea where each table, they just had books they liked that you could then take home, um, which kind of reminded me of my Christmas gift idea where it's like, here's stuff I like that I think is important and has impacted me. Do you want some? Um kind of attitude, which I, I appreciated. Um, got some Stephen King and stuff, so, um, yeah. Oh, and that could lead me to a movie I saw, but I don't know how we want to... I saw Pet Cemetery. It's kind of... Eh. <laughs> it's okay. It's dumb. It's campy as hell. Best part, though, is the old guy, Fred Gwynn. His voice is amazing. And, like, the things he's saying, it's like, sometimes death is better, Lewis. Like, that kind of stuff. It's just... I don't know. I, I was incredibly amused by that dude, and he's in most of the movie, so that was pretty great. And then also the kid, Miko Hughes or whatever, has an extraordinary career, because that's his film debut, and he was like two years old, um, and that kid just ends up in a bunch of movies I've seen. Like, I've, I was like, I just saw this, like, baby, and I was like, I've seen that baby before. And then I checked IMDb, and he's in, like, New Nightmare. Uh, he's the kid that's always talking about vaginas, I think, in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he's wow. just been in stuff, and I was just weird to see, like, a little kid who has this kind of movie legacy. Um, Good and, for him. But, okay, zombie two-year-olds shouldn't be a problem, though. Like, that just irritated no. me. The same just, thing like, with uh, Possessed Demon Doll. D- uh, yeah, like... Anything I, you could th- kick in the face is not... A threat. Stuff I've seen with Possessed Demon Dolls, though, was, like, this Twilight Zone episode that was actually pretty good, because it isn't powerful. All it does is trip Telly Savalas, and then he falls down the stairs and breaks his neck, which a doll could do. Yeah. So I was no, I had no problem with that. I'm talking more about child's child. play. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. It's, yeah. It's, like, a shin high. What are you doing? Like, yep. that's not a problem. I guess the one thing is, like, once it slashes your Achilles, like, you're in trouble, but you shouldn't be done yet. No. And, yeah, like, there, there was a couple death scenes where it was just like, come on, that's so, that would never happen. Um, and, yeah, evil cat eyes I thought was cool, because cat's eyes do look weird, and they just kind of took advantage of that um, throughout the movie. Uh, the ending should have ended earlier, though. They just went really cheesy with it, and I don't know why. Like, it should have ended with him taking his wife up the mountain to bury her in the place, and you're just like, oh, you shouldn't do that, end of movie. Agreed. Instead of... yep. Oh, it did work. She did come back. She is evil, and she's going to stab him. End of movie. This is like, well, I kind of could have figured that out, but you could have at least left something for my imagination to mull over, but okay. 
Um, yeah, so there was that. Um, in Time, mm-hmm. the movie, mm-hmm. In Time. Have you yep. have you seen it? No, I don't care about it. Don't care about it. Okay, that's probably fine. But I ended up having like a weirdly okay time with the movie, um, despite it being pretty profoundly stupid and just kind of not a lot going on, but it just kind of commits to a visual style and a sci-fi premise that I at least found kind of fun. Like, the whole, like, kind of, not quite Logan's Run, because in Logan's Run, when you hit 25, I think it is, they just kill you. Mm -hmm. Can you confirm or deny that that is the case? I think so, yeah. Okay. Whereas here, you kind of plateau in terms of aging, and then you just have a time meter on your wrist that you have to keep full, and that's the new currency, so that's how they keep you working and stuff. And there's all this class disparity, haves and have-nots, people with millions of years saved up, like Vincent Carthizer in his mansion, and poor working scrubs like Justin Timberlake just trying to get by. Yeah. Um, and premise. Yeah, it and it, it like visually though, I just thought it was cool. Like it's just like, like the cl- the clothes and like the color tint and everything, and just them driving around in like nice looking cities and the f- clean looking places in the future. Kind of remind me of Mirror's Edge a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like some of the stuff they were going for. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just it's 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 super silly, like very obvious, like haves haves nots that whole thing. Some really dumb scenes happen. But overall, I was just like, yeah, that was a totally, like, you know, for a dumb slice of summer whatever, that was actually reasonably unique, so okay. Um, It's the Gattaca director guy, who I haven't seen that movie in a long time, so I don't remember how good that was, but some people are disappointed with this in light of that. I don't know. It it seems consistent with that. It's, like, big sci-fi idea that they just kind of run with. And then everyone will forget about. Yeah, probably, but... Yeah, there, there were still things I thought were kind of cool. Um, I guess in kind of a similar vein, Total Recall. Yep. Uh, what? I said, yep. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to be like, they don't go to Mars, no, nah, nah, they don't go to Mars. Yeah, like, I don't see a point in seeing that movie. It's, I don't know, it's still a sci-fi movie, it's still set Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> okay, In Bruges was good, though, so I don't know what you're talking about. He's the worst. He's not the worst. I know. He's pretty bad, though. He's not the worst, though, in any way. He's just average, maybe. Like, that... Okay. This, these, these are some of the things, just thoughts from the, the movie experience and looking back on it. Okay. Like, it was it was kind of just fun while I was watching it. Like, it was like... It looks really great. The city design and everything looks... Like, they just, they, they've just been borrowing pages from stuff. They're just like, okay, Blade Runner was a good movie, so this city looks kind of like that. Um you know, weird elevator stuff from the first movie. We're going to have some stuff from that, like arms getting chopped off and whatever, and weird elevator shenanigans. Uh, reversing gravity going through the Earth's core is a thing. There's a... Okay. They have to set up the premise via just a screen of text and, like, a map explaining what's going on, which I thought was kind of awkward for a movie to have. Like, mm-hmm. that that shouldn't be. Like, you should somehow just convey that naturally, but they, they couldn't figure out a way, so they just kind of bluntly tell you this for two minutes. Okay. Um, chemical warfare happened. Apparently, humanity just did not stop loving to fight each other, and like 50, 60 years from now, there's a giant war. Uh, chemical warfare. 
a whole bunch of the planet is just uninhabitable now, except Australia, which is called the Colony, and the United Federation of Britain, which is Britain. Okay. Um, somehow, over the course of all this, they constructed a giant elevator shaft that goes through the planet and connects Britain to the Colony. And that, yeah, as you commute from the colony to the jobs that exist in the United Federation of Britain, which seems to just be building robot cops, you reverse gravity in there. So they have a fun little action set piece involving that at some point. Um, and yeah, just that, whatever, that world looks cool, the effects look fine, the robot cops I thought looked pretty cool, they're just kind of, like, something about, they just look clean and kind of guest-like, maybe, or something. Like, they were reminding me of things I like, so I was into that. Yeah, kind of guest-like, maybe. That's a, that's not bad. But with kind of a visor with a status on it. Like, it was an iPod or something. It, I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, most of the movie, though, is just Colin Farrell being chased around by, by Kate Beckinsale and others. Right. Which, when I really think about the first movie, that's kind of what was happening there, too. Like, Doug Quaid is just on the run the entire time. They do, like, a couple things with, like, is it reality or is it fake? I don't know. But they don't really bend your mind with that stuff too much. There's, like, one or two scenes that kind of question it and then quickly kind of set up what is probably happening. Um, And, yeah, it's, it's not that interesting. That in that respect, but yeah, just visual effects look cool. I really appreciate the production design, the future stuff they have, and some of the technology they throw in there was fun. But someone pointed out, like I was looking through, like critics didn't like it. They gave it thirty percent overall Rotten Tomatoes. Like they're not feeling it. Like I was generally kind of like you, you're being a little harsh because it's it's fun, it's harmless. Like I'd probably give it a six point five seven or something. Like I had I had an okay time, okay. but someone said it lacks personality, and they're totally right okay. because. That first movie is, like, it's bad. It's not very good. Anyone who has, like... fun. But, yeah, it has, like, some doofy charm to it. That this movie is kind of, like, replace that with just sleek, slick-looking parkour running through the streets stuff, which is okay, but you kind of... That's not a movie I want. It's not memorable. Like, I don't think I'll really ever think about this movie again. Yeah. Um... Despite it being thoroughly competent at, like, most of what it does. Like, it's like, Kate Beckinsale is all intense, she's running and shooting stuff. Jessica Biel's fine as, like, the like the agent girl he ends up teaming up with. Colin Farrell's fine, but kind of just unremarkable. Like, he doesn't do much at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cranston, I enjoy that dude generally. Like, I have been feeling this season of Breaking Bad to some extent. Although this last week's episode was kind of the requisite relationship episode with Skyler. Oh, so, crap. I hate Skyler. Yeah. It was one of those. Um, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, he just, uh, like, he was, like, I have to admit, like, I'm, I am a fan of his, but I, I'm not going to give him any bonus points. Like, it's just kind of, whatever. It's not an amazing performance. Like, it wasn't Showstopper, Cohagen, Brian Cranston. It's amazing. It's just, he's fine. He's just the villain. He says villainous things. Right. Um, and yeah, that's it, really. Like, the, yeah, the most unique, like, the most st- discernible stuff that I liked about it wasn't any person in it. It was just like, man, those production designers really did overtime. That was some sweet stuff. That was a nice concept there. Oh, that bit with, like, the elevators, like, shifting around kind of on this big cube building thing? That was cool. Good job, guys. 
these cars, like whatever team of futurists or whoever came up with the concepts for the visual look of the movie, those guys are great. But every person in it, like Bill Nehe's in it, super boring. Like he, like he just looks confused and tired or something. Like I don't know why he's there. Um, so yeah, just a lot of stuff doesn't work for it. But generally speaking, just as a fan of science fiction, anything, I'm a pretty easy customer that way. I was okay with it too. Like overall, okay. So yeah, both in time and Total Recall, I'd probably give like a six, seven, kind of like, eh, it's fine, it's kind of okay. But if someone comes back to me with like, dude, that movie's terrible, I'd be like, yeah, you're, yeah, okay. I can't. I have no defense. <laughs> I can't I, defend I, it. I just wanted you to see it. That bit with this thing, that, that bit with the car was kind of cool, right? Or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, no good reasoning really, but it was, I had an okay time. Um, but you're probably right in not seeing it, I guess. And yeah, they don't go to Mars at all. There are a few weird jokes that seem to exist just for people that remember the old movie. Like, Three Boobs happens. Yeah. Um, And fully happens. Like, it's PG-13, but that's, like, one of the things they decided, we need to have tits in here. So they make that happen. That's usually um, a good thing to have, I guess. Okay, sure, I guess. It was, it was, it seemed weirdly obligate, like, why? Why Why is this here? But, um, there's also, remember, like, I guess this is a spoiler for, like, a joke, but who cares? Um, you remember in the first Total Recall, he disguises, like, a woman? Yeah. There's a, basically a scene where he's going through security, and a woman that looks not entirely unlike that woman is just there. That's great. And says two weeks or something, and it's just like... Okay. See, I think they shouldn't have went with the sleekness and, like, taking itself seriously and just had a lot of in-jokes if they were just going to do their own thing with it. They, they, Yeah, the in-jokes seemed weird, and, like, I don't know why they were there. But I guess I did kind of chuckle at recognizing them. So if that's, that, I guess that's, a like, purpose justified, there you go. But I don't know. It's, it's, not, a, it's not an especially great movie, but I don't know. It was it, it had moments. So yeah. And giant elevator that goes through the center. I don't know. It's weird. Robot cops. Robot cops. Yeah. Um Daisy. Yeah. It's a weird game, dude. That's being released as a game. By I'm itself. actually really glad to hear that because like I I generally I'm like, okay. I love the design philosophies at play in this thing. Like just like, yo, just giant open world, zombies are happening, people are here to go. It seems like the most annoying thing is finding your teammates. Teammates? What are you talking about? Like, the world is hostile. Why, why would you play that game without someone else? That sounds like the worst time ever. It's it's kind of terrifying. It's kind of intense, yeah. It's you versus the apocalypse. And it's like it's like a simulator. It's a it's an end-of-days simulator. So, when the end-of-days happens, like... I will team uh, up with people if I can. I was going to say, you're not, like, going to call me or something. We're just, that's it? Like, it. Yeah, all of a sudden, all those friendships mean nothing, and it is on. And I'm like, like, all this time podcasting and stuff, it means nothing anymore? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying, I was practically speaking, jumping into games just on my own, and I don't have, like, it, it's not through Steam, so I can't just invite friends in or anything, so right. I'd have to negotiate. The thing is, you have to all pick the same server and then meet somewhere. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of cool in a, in and of itself in terms of, like, just 
in you a know, way, but I've seen maps of that game. It's fucking huge. It's really big. I, I think you... I don't know even if you spawn in consistent places. Uh, typically near a beach seems to be the thing, so you might be able to meet up, but it's a big body of water, too. Like, I, I was I was pr- impressed by the scope of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of ways. But, yeah, dude. My, my experiences with it, though, have been super janky and, like, really unsatisfying in a lot of ways in terms of, like, actual gameplay. It's more just, like, you are in an intense world and you get to walk around in it and gnarly stuff's happening, but nothing has gone well for me ever. Like, I got a crowbar once and I was really happy because I finally had a weapon and, like, three minutes later, some idiot just shot me. Great. Um, and I do have my headset, so I guess I could have started being like, dude, wh- wh-, but <laughs> it probably he probably would have killed me anyway because he doesn't care. Like, he had a gun somehow. I don't know where he got that. I have no idea, like, where to go for that stuff. I didn't know how my inventory worked for a while. I didn't know how to bandage things, so I just bled to death once for no good reason. Like I, I have just... seen videos of that game, and one of the most interesting things is when you see, like, a video of a group of guys, probably, like, ten of them or whatever... Yeah, and then like three guys just come up out of somewhere, and they're just like, "Are you friendly? Are you friendly?" And they're just like yelling at them, mm-hmm. and then like if they don't respond, they just kill them. Just, yeah, like it's so crazy. No, it's humanity versus like yeah, it's a great social experiment, which is kind of what they described it as as just like how would people react if you you know you don't really know what you're dealing with? Like people could kill you and st- take your stuff, and why wouldn't they? They kind of have no reason not to. So you gotta give them a good reason not to kill you, and it's just like, oh man. So yeah, it's weirdly intense at all times, uh, which I I really enjoy that. Like it's reminding me of stuff I like about Far Cry Two, in just like immersive giant open world thing. Um, but that it has this multiplayer component to it is pretty cool. But so yeah, if I bought the game, we wouldn't team up then. We you'd could be, try. You would be against that. No, we could try, but dude, like, then it'd at least be, yeah, two dudes versus the world instead of just me running in the dark and then... But then, like, would it kind of, like, make you sick if, like, we were playing together and then just at an inopportune moment I shot you in the head and took all your stuff? Why would you... Yeah, that'd be a real dick thing to do. I know, but I'm just saying, like, would you feel, like, a real-life repercussion and just be like, oh, I can't even trust this guy anymore? I'd I'd be a bit betrayed, yeah. It's like... Oh, I don't know if I'm, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna go to the movies. No, <laughs> something. Like, it would be weird. It's like a weirdly just like right away you delete my number out of your phone. Yeah, just like that was not cool, dude. Like we were rolling for five hours and then you just what? What was that? Like I get it's funny, but if if that's what you think is funny, I don't know. I don't know. Like that you know, <laughs> it's yeah. I like I like that it does that. Or it, it provides a venue for that weird darkness to happen. Ruining and yeah, friendships. Anyone complaining about, like, oh, man, it's just people griefing the whole time. That's the game. Like, that's the point. Like, it's not about the zombies. Like, someone was, someone posted this list of stuff they'd like to see to improve DayZ yeah. on Reddit forever. And, like, one of them was just like, no, the zombies need to be more of a threat. I want boss zombies. And it's just like, you're an idiot. You don't know what you want. Like, you're, you don't, this is... Go away. From what I've Don't, seen, though, it, it, if you go into a building alone and there's zombies in there, they are a threat. Oh, I was not having a good time with zombies either. Like, I... Like, the first... Like, okay, first time I ended up just walking down a road for, like, half an hour. Yeah. Um, And then got to a small little town and then just started getting chased by, like, yeah, a bunch of Zeds, I guess is what people are calling them in this world. I don't know why, but that's the shorthand. Walkers? Sure, if you'd like. We should um, come up with a name... 
and then just call them that all the time will create something new. Oh, you don't like Zeds? Zeds is kind of lame. Okay, that's what that's. I don't know. That's what they call them. What should uh, we call them? I don't know. They're, like so many have been taken, like ghouls, shadows, zombies, zombones, sleepers, sleepers. But they're not sleeping. They're walking. Walk. <laughs> Walkers. Deadheads. Yeah. Um. We could just like do a completely random word. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at sparkles. Oh, oh my god, that would be so bad. <laughs> There's a sticker magazine on my table, so it's just kind of. Oh, okay. Underlings. No, that's the thing. Um, a... cu- cups. Like I don't have much on my desk right now. Wheelchairs. Action. Resident Evils. <laughs> yeah, these don't work as short terms. You need to explain what you're talking about really quickly. I I, I actually like Walkers, but that's probably just because I've been watching that show a lot the games and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so zombies aren't aren't completely trivial, but they're far less threatening and scary than a dude, because you don't know what you're dealing with with that guy. Right. Like, there's a surrender button that is not um, set up initially for some reason. I don't know why, but I had to map that to a key. Okay. Um, just kind of, like, put down your gun and just put your hands up and just be like, dude, I don't want to kill you. Like, I don't, I'm not a threat. I just, I'm walking through this town. I don't know. Like just to kind of convey that as quickly as possible, but yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting to play it more and actually do some stuff because, yeah, th- in terms of like there have just been some straight tactical problems though. Like I was trying to climb up a crane, mm-hmm. and there was multiple ladders, and at some point it would just not let me attach to the one to go up anymore. It would keep reverting me back to the one to climb down, no matter what I did. So and then I ended up kind of fumbling around and falling out of the crane. So, and then I died. Um, and I guess it still has all the Arma stuff of, like, hurting limbs and things impacting your movement. So I broke my legs, and oh, then you're just rough. kind of... Like, you, it's just like, my legs are broken. Now I'm just going to crawl. Oh, and if your health, rough. And if your health is low enough, you just aren't... You just have blurry vision now. And you're not... You just can't see very well. And it's just like, dude, and you just kind of lay down and die. Yeah, it's it's brutal, but it's kind of it it makes it oddly immersive in a really cool way. So I I still really dig it. But yeah, hearing that they're gonna make a proper slicked up, polished up game with this whole premise and concept and stuff is fantastic. I will buy that day one. It's I'm stoked cool. that I don't have to buy Arma too. Yeah, yeah, like it, it works and it's interesting, but it's it's still got a lot of weird problems. So because then they could add like proper lobby and friend support and stuff if they wanted to do that too. They are actually using this pretty okay interface for that, like Six Launcher or something. It's a thing I had to download for it. It's actually not a bad way of finding servers and whatever, but there's still some weird polish in that. Like, respawning takes, like, five minutes, it seems. Like, it'll just, like, you have to disconnect completely and then kind of reload everything up again, and just seems to take a long time. Uh, That might be my connection or something, though, but it's, it's been weird. But yeah, just generally, I totally get why this is catching on as quickly as it is. It's very, very interesting, and I plan to keep kind of dealing with it. And yeah, if, if do you know anybody who plays it? Like, I wouldn't mind. I know a lot people. of people that do. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, friendly faces would be an asset because it's just me versus the terrifying world right now, and it's it's pretty. It's well, pretty I mean, scary. like you met all the Tag Nation people. Yeah, they're all way into it. Yeah, they're into it. So. Okay. There's like an automatic still six people. Some of the control stuff and like what all uh, picking up items and inventory and all that but yeah it's a pretty deep game 
it's I like it though. I'm I'm pretty intrigued by it. So then if I bought it, I would actually be able to play with you. I guess, yeah, but I don't know how long until the real thing comes out or whatever, but... Yeah, I'd have to find more information out about that, because there'd be no point in buying Arma if I could just buy that. I'd rather just give them the money. I paid 18 for Arma uh, with the Steam sale. Like, right, but it's 30 now, again. It's 30, yeah, it's kind of rough. Like, is that a thing you can find in, like, a store somewhere? Like, it's just like, oh, this old PC section at the EB, they don't care. Arma? It's 12... Yeah, Arma. Maybe. But I'm there's probably been a rush to those copies already. But who yeah, knows? Yeah, but there's always like a Walmart or like a pawn shop or something. I'm pretty sure yeah, like I know physical copies do exist and no one cared about Arma. So maybe this will actually be around. I don't know. But you need the expansion too, which does kinda suck. That does suck, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um we'll see. Yeah. I think that's it for stuff. I don't know. Oh no, I guess T V I just watched Breaking Bad and Newsroom. But, mm-hmm. like, the only thing about Newsroom, like, I don't want to, it's like, oh, spoilers, this week's episode was about the Bin Laden thing, like yep. him getting killed. Yep. I, I was really not into it, mainly because, okay. like, I, I don't know. Like, people were, like, before this episode, like, people were saying, like, oh, man, this is where this episode, like, this is where the series really hits its stride. And, no, it already did that, first of all. And... I don't know. I, I was not really into the attitude it presented about that whole thing, because, like, maybe maybe it was just, like, kind of my first real window into the American mindset about what they accomplished with the war on terror or something. But y'all didn't do anything, you know? You, you fought for ten years over, like, some minor thing that happened in the grand scheme. Like, you, you know, killing, killing Bin Laden, whatever. It's like an old guy. You killed, like, an old like guy who was dying of kidney problems like oh but that's not the important thing the important thing is that they wasted millions of dollars and killed a bunch of random young men doing it i know like i was like yeah my initial reaction even when it first happened was just like all right but apparently there was tons of backslapping and feeling good about themselves that happened along with that and you shouldn't no shame on all of you like come on are you serious like there's so much like just jerking off and like yeah we're awesome happening in this episode like slap your backs man America we did it like go talk to a mother that lost their son because of this stupid fucking vigilante justice you idiots are trying to accomplish here and tell them that it was worth it they'll slap you up the fucking head like perfect connection I also watched uh, Team America this week and yeah it's that like they, they are that and it's not the best satire ever there's dumb stuff in that movie but it does kind of capture that attitude of like, yeah, we're, we did it, we're heroes, yeah. and they're sitting amongst like blown up Paris. Yeah, you know, it's like high five, bro, we did it, and they've devastated so much more than they really had impacted on them in the first place. So I was like, yeah, I was really disappointed. I thought like the Sorkin writing crew and all of them would kind of have a more mature, reflective attitude about this whole thing, and. They didn't seem to have any... Like, it was, like, very unironic, yeah, yeah, America. Really? Through in this episode, and I was like... like, Does it have any context to do with, like, since it's called Newsroom, I still haven't seen it, but, like, the media definitely has to portray that part because they're trying to reach their audiences, right? Well, it's just kind of, like, the amount of, like, awe and, like, oh, we did it, guys. Like, they have around this story. Like, it... A lot of the episodes seem to kind of be, like, you know... 
they're on the verge of like a big thing that actually happened, like the, like that oil spill that happened, like that that was one of the early ones, or like um, that assassination attempt on that senator last like last January or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that was one. It's just like oh man, this big news story happened, and she's like, yeah, it was a big news story. And this one they treated like it was the biggest one of all. And she's like, oh man, it's, it's the biggest news story. Like there's literally a moment where like their news director guys like. You will all remember this this moment for the rest of your lives this day. Cause it's like super important. Like it was like a Kennedy assassination or something. It's just like, oh really? Like I I, I maybe just disconnect disconnection by being Canadian and stuff. But I don't remember what day that was at all. I have no idea. Like yeah. the thing I remember from that is Mega sixty four flipped out and had like a dumb ridiculous like dance party at the end of their podcast, which I also thought was really weird. But I I figured they were kind of being ironic. Well, they have a dance party for everything, and they like do. the thing that killed Whitney Houston were killer bees or something. I know. Wasps, they, they have so a whatever. lot of an attitude, so I interpreted that as them being kind of like, ironically, America, fuck yeah, instead of genuine American, fuck yeah. It could have been either. You never know. Right. Like now, I'm just kind of worried. Like, oh, maybe I've had a weird read on America this whole time, and they actually think they're superheroes. I didn't realize that. Like, you all know you're not, right? Well, all the idiots think they're superheroes, but anyone listening to this podcast, they obviously agree with us because they're smart. I don't know. Like, I, I've, like, maybe I'm being, like, weird elitist Canadian up here, but you know, you, you guys have weird problems. You should look in the mirror sometimes, guys. I don't know. That that Vietnam wasn't good either. You didn't win that one. News flash. But, ugh. They're, so, yeah, this week's episode... We're not saying that all Americans are like that. <laughs> right. They're, not, they're not all like that. We're saying. Anyway, okay. I yeah, know a few that hate their country and what they're doing, so... I don't love everything my country's doing either. Like, we got some gnarly business going on right here in Alberta, so, you know, I'm not oblivious of my own things, but... I, I don't know. It's just weird. And yeah, it, it's also just spilling into, like, all this Olympic stuff about the Munich thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, man, that was that was actually anti-Semitic of you to not have a special memorial time during the opening service. How dare you? All those countries. And it's just like, what? That was 40 years ago! It has nothing to do with anything that we're doing right now. And also, where is Palestine at the Olympics? Where's the Palestine flag? Is it here? Are they here? Who cares? The Olympics are pieces of shit, and people that like the Olympics are pieces of shit. That's a weird generalization that, like, I f- I'm just more, like, oblivious. Like, I just find the Olympics hilarious. Like, How much like, money it like, waste of every country that participates. But just, like, for two weeks, every two years, everyone pretends they like curling or cycling. Or, or spend a couple million dollars in the budget just to have athletes play sports. It's it's a weird thing. Like, parts of its attitude of just, like, hey, let's set aside our differences and just hang out. Like, I get that, but the actual thing, of, like, the things they're doing are just so boring. I don't understand how it fills time or demands this uh, level of attention. I, do people, like, I I tried even just, just because it's a thing that's happening, and also because I love children of men and they make a reference to it, to yeah. full transparency, that's like literally the most the most interesting thing about the 2012 London Olympics to me, Agreed. is there's a joke about it in children of men where there's a hoodie. That's the best part. Yep. But because I of that... I wish we could buy that hoodie. I've looked into buying that hoodie. I don't think it exists. So yeah, it probably you fail. Like, they have their own font and all this stuff, and their their mascots and everything. It's just like, no, this stuff's garbage. Phone up, like, Alfo- like Alfonso Cuaron, get that team to make that hoodie, 
a special edition sci-fi movie hoodie, and I will buy that hoodie. And then I'll have a dumb Olympics hoodie, and you'll get your money. And dude, but the fucking logo is Lisa Simpson giving Bart a blowjob. What are you talking? What are you talking about? Have you what? not seen that? What are you talking about? Is this like the giraffe thing with Resident Evil Six? Is it a similar font? It looks the exact same, like the same thing. Okay, London, 2012. Lisa, <laughs> you're Bart. actually looking it up. Well, just because you said it, and I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm 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 gonna look into this. All right. Oh, dude, you're. Oh, I didn't know this color scheme existed. That's so weird. <laughs> right. Isn't that the worst thing you've ever seen? She has the pearl really? necklace on uh, and everything. Is it really yellow and red and blue? No, it's just random colors. I think people just. Um, I think it's mostly a hot pink. Okay. But, like, but people colored money? it that way. Right. I get it. Okay, that's really, really weird. But, okay, <laughs> awesome. That's another shade. Point is, I tried actually watching the Olympics on the CTV coverage yesterday, and I ended up just watching some, like, two-minute video. There's no live stream readily apparent, so I haven't seen any Olympics on my own. I've, like, been to pubs and things with friends, and it's on in the background. And right. Like, and you, know what they, on? you know what you have to do for a live stream, right? You have what, to, be a subscriber or something? You have to hide your IP and pretend like you're in the UK because they don't allow hey. live streaming outside the UK. Yeah, yeah. I have heard the BBC is actually nailing it this year in terms of, like, the relative best Olympics coverage camp. Really? But, yeah. <laughs> um, also, rumors about the Olympic Village being a giant orgy are inflated. So, disappointing. Come Meh. on. I thought that was happening. and it I should was, be. It's not, though. Apparently, they just get tons of free stuff, including condoms. So they just take advantage of that and fill duffel bags full of them and go home. I think there's some weird fucking going on. There is, but not to the level I thought. So, Like, I think they're doing some weird gymnastic shit while doing it, too. I, apparently, that's the one thing people are all really like, uh, don't talk about gymnastics, because everyone is 14 there, apparently, and they're uncomfortable. I'm not talking about actual gymnasts, I'm talking about they're doing some weird, like, handstands and shit like that. Oh, uh, okay, so just, like, like Team America, like, kind of weird positions and stuff. Exactly. Oh, the cut I saw, actually, was the edited one, apparently, so I was a little disappointed, because I've seen the unrated one, and it's pretty funny, but Was whatever. I'm shitting on her? Or so the other dumb. way around, I can't remember. And I read the story about, uh, the, like, they were purposefully kind of slapping the MPAA in the face with all that and yep. seeing how much they could get away with. Because technically, they are just, like, doing the thing everyone did in, like, grade six or whatever, where it's just like, I have two Barbie dolls! <laughs> and that's it. I never had but, Barbie dolls. Uh, it was more like, I think it was actually wrestling figures at school that, is when this happened. That's, but, that's still action. weird. Was the thing. This is not me. This is not my own personal stuff. But like stuffed animals or something, this happened to everybody. Like somewhere, someone in your per like field of vision thought that was funny. Well, and do toys. Fuck. I'm not gonna say professional wrestlers wrestlers are gay, but mm. Chick Fil A probably doesn't serve to them. Oh yeah, that thing. I can't believe that's exploded now. I've known that they've been homophobic for months, like years maybe. And not even just homophobic, just the fact that they're so Christian. And like, like publicly funding charities that are like traditional marriage, traditional marriage. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this is not new. Why is this new now? What happened? Like the dude said because something. Because the homosexuals came out of the closet and started wanting rights. God damn that them. years ago. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just going to say right now, I've never had Chick-fil-A. 
I haven't either. This whole I thing will not this. stop me from eating there. Okay. Because you know what? Fuck people. I'm hungry. I uh, like I like the whole like support Chick Fil A day is super lame, but the support Starbucks day as like a rebuttal just seemed weird to me too. Because just like it's a giant business that wants money. Like this one is playing to the yo liberal camp. Come buy some overpriced coffee, and this one's like yo, you don't need to change anything. Like you know, button up your jeans, come on down Chick Fil A, get a giant chicken sandwich. Like. It, you know, it's the same. It's the same. But nobody's winning here. Just do, donate money to something yourself. Don't go buy a coffee because of it. A friend, I don't... an American friend, was saying that um, Chick Fil A is super good, and the one near their house is always like lined up. I've, I, you know, I've heard they make a pretty good, tasty chicken sandwich. Like that is true. So when we're in Seattle, we gotta hit one up, right? You see, I don't know. I feel all weird, self-conscious about it now, and Why? I. Don't... I'll make you feel better about it. We'll go there, we'll get one of the protesters, and we'll make out with a gay dude. Okay, so we need to find a gay dude. But he would he even want to go there? No, like, just one of the protesters outside with a sign. I'll just grab him and start making out with him. And then you can get us chicken sandwiches, and then we'll eat after. It'll be good. I don't know. I, I Like, it's it sucks, because I, I, I just... I generally like how decadent American fast food is. Mm-hmm. And I cheap. Would, I, trying a big, gross chicken sandwich. Maybe it's awesome. They look so good. You have to look at pictures of them and you'll change your mind. You'll be like, you know what? Fuck gay people. I'm hungry. I don't... Uh, like, but like, this is my old, like, things. Like, I used to be very homophobic because I was in a very fundamentalist circle that was. So, I feel kind of like, no, dude, I'm better than that. I shouldn't do that, but can I just make this chicken myself? Can we just steal their recipe or something? I don't know. Maybe. I just, oh. More than anything, I kind of feel bad for the people working there, like the underlings, because yeah, you know they're getting the backlash. Oh yeah, like I bet they're getting called bigots and stuff, and it's just like, dude, I work the register for the summer. It's like, dude, I, I have two kids and I don't have a husband. Like I'm just trying to make money for my kids. Yeah, it's just I, like the reason I took this job is because I get their scraps and that's our supper. They're just like, no, you're a bigot. Fuck you. Yeah, like it, it, it can swing so far the other way too. Like. It's just I'm I'm more just baffled that this is now a situation when I thought it was kind of just a publicly known thing and people were just like yeah I just don't eat a Chick Fil A anymore okay and it's like whatever like I don't go I don't eat this specific brand of whatever because of this like I thought it was that much of a non-issue but now that there's camps throwing darts back and forth at each other like buy more chicken sandwiches also America you probably shouldn't be eating that many chicken sandwiches anyway you do have an obesity problem so tone it down stop it. Look, I was hearing they look good, I, oh, but I was hearing like someone was like posting on Facebook like my mom just got back from Chick Fil A with like ten sandwiches, and my question wasn't oh man she's supporting Chick Fil A that's terrible it was why are you buying ten chicken sandwiches that's terrible that's so unhealthy who's eating all that that's well, like eight thousand calories if you have a family of five that's only two sandwiches per person it I, I was not given I was given not given that much situation it was it was almost implied that the mom bought that many sandwiches for herself. Gotcha. Okay. Or like, it's like, oh, just save them, put them in the fridge. Like, I, are you supposed to do that? I thought it was eat it hot. You know, I don't go down to Arby's and load up on sandwiches and then put them on it. I'm fridge. still okay with it because yo choice. So choose to, yeah, like you can choose to be overtly homophobic, but you can make great chicken. So those things shouldn't have to do with each other. Like, they what are you? Because you know what? At the end of the day, they're a fucking chicken place. 
I don't yeah. give a fuck about their religious beliefs or if they think gay people are the devil or whatever. Make me a fucking chicken sandwich. Period. They're probably, they're probably really just throwing tons of money down the toilet because it's not like the legislation's going to reverse Dude, they're it. getting so much free publicity from this. Yeah. And especially with, like, Americans being mostly fundamentalist Christians, like, they're doing fine. If anything, this has probably increased their profits. So, everyone talking about this shit, you're fucking stupid. You're part of the problem. Shut the fuck up. Actually, yeah. I guess that's part of my thing. It's just like, why are we all talking about this now? But, whatever. Yeah, I thought this was over and done. You know what we should be talking about? Rise of the Triad! (laughs) Well, yeah. I'm actually really excited about that. That's what you. That's where you were going, right? I never played it back in the day, but I heard people joking about it. Is this where? Like, what's the main character's name? There was a choice of like three or four of them in the first one. One a bad dick joke. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Like, Low Wang. Is that that game? No, that's Shadow Warrior. Oh, Shadow. Shadow Warrior was great. Okay, so I've actually just been getting excited for a new Shadow Warrior this whole time. And um, Blood. Like, were you into the whole like? shareware, freeware stuff that um, what the hell was their name before they became before they became 3D Realms I don't know dude oh I can't remember now and it's gonna drive me crazy but yeah basically 3D Realms are the guys that made all those um, first person shooters, 3D first person shooters so like Duke Nukem all the Duke Nukem games, Duke Nukem 3D Wolfenstein like, yeah, Wolfenstein, Rise of the Triad, which was basically Wolfenstein Part 2, but then they changed it, which is why some of the dudes still have their Nazi uniforms on in Rise of the Triad. Uh, what else was there? There was Blood, which was great. Ludicrous Gibbs. Yeah. That's a thing. I, I just, yeah, all I know is it was, like, dumb, fast, and violent. Yes. More so yes. than other stuff. So well, it was before Duke Nukem came out, and like they started doing more of that stuff. It was okay. right after Wolfenstein. Are you legitimately excited about this though? I am. Like, yes, because like, I loved Rise of the Triad. It was one of my favorite games growing up. Okay, but like I've heard, like Giant Bomb had a discussion, like how will this even stack up to stuff like Painkiller and Serious Sam? Like, oh, even dude, it that... probably won't. But like I've watched the trailer for it, and they're going. It looks like they're going with the right amount of stupid that it will be fun. That's all I'm excited for. Like, giant floating coins. And, yeah, like, and just how fast you go. Like, it's very reminiscent of what I loved about the first one. Okay. Like, I, I don't have much nostalgia, but I guess I'm okay for dumb shooters, so if this if this works out... I think like, that's probably what it'll be. It did catch my eye, because, yeah, like, friends back in, I guess, junior high or something were still talking about this game. Like, they quite enjoyed it, so... It's 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 been within my circle of knowledge, but I haven't really seen it firsthand, so I don't know. But okay, that that's a thing. Some Danish developers making it, I guess. I guess. I think that's what it was. Wait, they were it... making a Duke Nukem 3D remake, but then got pulled off of that to make this. Well, so it's what the hell is their name? I gotta look developer? it up because it's gonna drive me crazy. Before they 3D became... realms, before they, I I literally thought they've been 3D realms forever. But... No, because they used. They legally have a different name. They changed it to 3D Realms because 3D Realms was supposed to represent the company they were going to be by doing more 3D work. Oh, wait, are we just talking about Apogee? Apogee, yes. Yeah, because there's Apogee stuff all over this new trailer, which was really weird. Right, Apogee is actually still a thing, and they are doing this. Right, I just didn't know they had that direct connection, because, yeah, I'm looking at it now. 3D Realms, legal name, Apogee Software Limited. Yeah, they're the same company. 
Okay, so they're busting out the old graphic for this. Yeah, for they are. Okay. But yeah, that that is a game. I'm looking at the Apogee logo right now. It's got a little like star thing or like a meat comet. I don't know what they're going for there. Um. Okay. Uh, Ellen Page got threatened by people. That's so weird. It is kind of weird. What's even weirder is that story has no information. They like say who Ellen Page is, like Ellen Page who won an Oscar for this. Or no, no, no. Who was nominated for Juno? Nominated for Juno. Like it's so stupid. They say who she is and like what she's done a little bit. But they don't say why she's being threatened. So well, just yeah, some guy said I'm gonna murder you at this film festival on Twitter or something, and now there's like security and people are looking into it. So yeah, there's no quote from her. There's no like yeah anything. I I'm I'm assuming those tweets have been deleted too, so you can't just dig through that. But it's it's weird. That's just weird. That's a yeah. That's an actress I'm familiar with, so it's odd to see. But I don't know why you cherry pick that story. Is it just because of that? Because your heart, uh, it was just weird. Like it was on my news feed, okay, and it had literally no information, and like it was just the weirdest thing to see in between stuff about like the Mars rover and actual important stuff. It's like, oh yeah, she was threatened on Twitter. No comment right. from anyone. Oh right, yeah. So the curiosity rover stuff happened. Um, okay, yep. just just to be like, I I didn't miss anything, right? The Not stuff, yet. no. The stuff we're all getting excited about are, like, really grainy, kind of bad black-and-white photos. Yes, but it's proof that they made it and things are okay. Okay, okay, good. See, because when the first flood of stuff started happening on Twitter, I was like, oh, man, I'm missing the most amazing, like, just planet Earth footage. I think they're expecting to get better quality pictures soon. Okay, because, like, I got hyped up so high, and then when I actually saw the photo, I was like, oh, are you joking? Are you serious? Because it's, like, a wheel black and white, it could have been taken on, like, a gravel road somewhere with, like, a shopping cart. It's yeah. just like, you got, that's the first photo of Mars, guys. It's just like, okay, first of all, it's not the first photo of Mars, because I'm pretty sure we've sent rovers before. What, why is everyone talking about this? Like, I, it's cool, but I guess the main thing was they took a huge gamble on this big sky crane, mm-hmm. and it actually worked. Yeah. So that's the big innovation this time, right? Yeah, I think more than anything, it's the prospects of what's to come. Right, and like this rover is the best rover they've ever sent, so it's still cool. But I am a little disappointed in Obama's kind of thing with it, because he's just kind of like, see, and that goes to show you that America's still totally awesome at the space stuff, and yeah, so we're good. It's just like, no, you should still fund NASA a lot more, okay? Like. Don't don't just be like slapping ourselves on the back. We we did it. We achieved something awesome. It's like okay, it's not that awesome. Like if we're gonna get people there in 2030s, which is what people are saying out loud to people, like this is real. You gotta pick up the pace, bro. Like start canceling some of those wars and things, and start sending that money elsewhere. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know stop, why. Maybe flip- stop buying ten sandwiches from Chick Fil A and put some yeah, of that money. That. Stop spending all the money on like subsidizing all these fast food restaurants. They're not actually doing that. I'm joking. They're trying to. Yeah, actually, no, that's true. The American government is trying to kill its own people by subsidizing fast food, all the fattening food. The obesity thing is manufactured by the government. It's all planned, dude. That would, also, be, look, that would be the least sinister is, conspiracy they're into, if that's part, true. All the money from like like the education funds and stuff, they're supposed to be going to schools and whatever. Actually, yep. going to Hardee's and Carl's Jr. And the, yo, yo. War, war vets. War vets, yeah? Yep. What about them? <laughs> Going to fast food chains. All their money 
and compensation. I thought you were straight up going in soil and green direction, like, you know, when Morbeth... <laughs> okay. okay. green is Warbeth. Yeah. Okay. Chick-fil-A <laughs> is Warbeth. That's the dark Chick-fil-A secret. is gay people. Oh, man. Biggest twist ever. Okay. Baseless conspiracy theory part of the show over. None of that is probably true, but... Who knows? Maybe I accidentally stumbled on something. I'm gonna get black bagged over the weekend and never be seen again. I'll miss you. Yeah, but I'm pretty I'll... sure I could find someone to take over. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Podcasting duties. I give I give my blessing to that if that happens. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just angry at America today. I think I'm projecting a lot of stuff. Maybe you are. It's fine. I love it. it. Okay. Um, because usually I'm the one saying stupid shit. I regret after. <laughs> I regret nothing. I, I actually, I, do, I really, I don't mind stirring up as much stuff as whatever, because no one talks to us on Twitter anyway. So if I say something really crazy, like, that'd be great. I want I want angry emails. Give no, me dude, I get those. Why don't I get them? I like, don't know. I like, think about Aurora, too. Okay, so before the whole Aurora thing, yep. I hadn't gotten an angry email and messages since Mass Effect 3 came out, and me saying, the ending's not that bad. Mm-hmm. That was the last time, so I guess priorities, hey? Shootings and video games. Right. That's really, Everything that's... else is totally open game. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry I'm getting a little uppity. Uh, I don't know anything about this one, so you're going to have to walk me through it. Uh, what's going on with Android? Oh, Android. I thought you were going with the other one. Um, apparently Android is dominating the smartphone smartphone market now. Mm-hmm. And they are looking at roughly out of every four phones, three are Android and one is iPhone. So iPhones are actually in the minority now. Really? Okay. Yeah. Or wait, sorry, four Android phones for every one iPhone. But then, like, if you also look at it, they have like three or four major manufacturers for Android-based devices. Right. And Apple is just Apple. So. I don't know. Okay, so, yeah, different price. So, smartphone unit sales, I don't know if anyone's interested. Android, or 104.8 million units, 68.1% share of the market. Apple has 26 million, 16.9% of the share, and then it's mixed up between BlackBerry, Symbian, Windows, Linux-based, and all those other ones. So, yeah. Android has 68.1% of the market in smartphones in the second quarter of 2012. Okay. Have you had much hands-on with with uh, Android stuff? I have an Android-based phone, yes. Do you... Like, I, I, my contract runs out in November, and I'm still really kind of feeling Apple's everything. So, like, what what is really drawing people? Like, what's the big deal? Like, why... Is- I think they're being upsold a lot in the different places. Um, the fact that Google is pretty much a company now that can buy their way into every corner of your everyday life mm-hmm. helps too. So, like, your phone is literally just everything now. Like, I can check my emails. Like, if I had finances or stocks, I could check that. I can check Google Docs from my phone easily. Like, everything's just one push of a button. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest problem with Android is the marketplace is kind of, like weird it's kind of mercenary yeah but like with the internet being a thing that's not a huge issue because you could just type in like best 
Android app for this, and then you'll get a list of like 20, and you could just choose one, and they're usually pretty good. Uh, because it's, um, besides the whole mercenary thing, though, because it's mm-hmm. more open, is that you get a lot of people wanting to develop for it because they can, and they don't have to go through weird processes. So it also has more than the iPhone in that way, but I would say the quality is less than the apps on the iPhone. But I don't know. I mean, all in all, I guess it's personal preference. I had an iPhone for a couple years before I got my Android. I'll never go back to an iPhone. There's no point. I'm in the Android ecosystem now. Like, I don't have any Apple products at all anymore. There's Mm -hmm. no point for me to go back to Apple because they're usually overpriced anyway. Okay. Sorry, this has prompted me to check into the Ouya stuff one more time. Ouya. Uh, I guess it's almost over. Today is the last day. Okay. Um, so by the time you're hearing this, like, that is over, and I'm going to guess there's somewhere around 9 million. Okay. Of their 950,000 goals. So a lot of money ended up here. Um, I keep hearing more and more skepticism as to whether or not this thing will actually ever come to pass, and this is, like, the best scam ever, and we're going to get a cool movie out of it or something at some point. Yeah, um, but, um, that's the reason I didn't put any money into it is yeah, simply I because I, I knew that the money was going to go because, like, they reached their limit or their goal a long time it's ago. Like, oh, yeah, so this is already, like, going to be a thing or not going to be a thing. Now I get to sit back, and if it becomes a thing, I can then buy it. But right. if it doesn't, I didn't lose anything, and I get to. I've see never the been train. huge into b- being an early adopter either for a lot of stuff. Most, yeah. Usually, I haven't. Like the last time I did was the Wii coming out, and it was a fun experience. Well, the last one I did but... was a PlayStation, and I'm really yeah. glad I did. Okay. Because I really had a lot of fun with that. I've always liked it better than the Xbox. It's just that everyone else that were early adopters, like most of my gaming friends. Mm-hmm. obviously went with the Xbox because it came out like almost a full year before it. Mm-hmm. So like the only reason I have one was to play games with them, but that's over now because fuck y'all. Okay. PCEO. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, but I don't like being, you know, dismissive. I do. But it is really good, so might be a better investment. Just, you know. Yeah. You can play it on your TV, Paul. You just sit on your couch and oh, man, I'm doing it right now. It's awesome. I love it. Great. This might have an impact on my health at some point. I don't know. I should probably go for a walk or something. Not as much as a four-day Xbox marathon. Yeah, that's. I've heard that's not recommended. It, was he drinking water at least? He wasn't doing anything. So apparently um, he became severely high dehydrated and collapsed after playing four days straight of, like, Modern Warfare. Oh... Okay. The thing is, I don't understand how you could do that because the campaign's four hours long, and if you play that game for multiplayer, you're an idiot. So damn straight. Oh. <laughs> oh. So yeah, basically, he a fifteen-year-old Ohio kid collapsed playing too much Xbox, and the doctor, the emergency physician, I guess, at the hospital they took him to, mm-hmm. had some recommendations for gamers, and he recommends yo. Use common sense, get plenty of food and fluids, take breaks, and get some sleep. Yeah, I think So basically, that's in, live. Yeah, like, that's in all the user manuals, too. Like, I think Nintendo officially recommends, hey, every hour, maybe, you know, go and walk around. Go go outside or something. I think Xbox games do that, too. That little thing pops up that's like, take a break. 
for it some games. It actually pops up and says, take a break? For some games, yeah. For, like, the Kinect ones, every 15 minutes or half an hour, some of them, like, pop up a little window that has, like, that achievement sound and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, getting tired, take a break, or whatever. Okay. That's generally good advice, yeah. Like, don't, just don't be inactive for a gross amount of times. People keep talking about the standing desk situation stuff, too. Like, for work working efficiency and that's interesting. It is interesting, but unfortunately, most places will not do that. So, unless you have a job where you can call the shots, that's bullshit. Right. Well, just work at home and make those indie games at home, like Jonathan Blow. I mean, yeah. But... Basically, everyone should endeavor to be more like Jonathan Blow. I think that's just fair. Oh, I hate right? you so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, we're trying to be indie people, right? We're basically Jonathan Blow. Maybe. I mean, we almost have a Kickstarter. Yeah! Wait, did Jonathan Blow have a Kickstarter? No, but I'm sure he would have if it was <laughs> back then. I kind of hope he's at PAX this year. I don't know. That, he, he seems fine. I don't know why you're being all angry at Jonathan Blow. I'm not really angry with him. I just kind of think he's pretentious and an idiot, but that's fine. I'm not angry at him at all. Okay. I think Team Meat might have some issues with your use of the word pretentious, but... That's know. fine. Okay. They're pretentious, too. Oh, oh, oh. Just throw around more. David Lynch, get in here. Pretentious Club. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no shit. I like that guy. He's I got a two. Alright. Cronenberg? Maybe. Kubrick? He's dead. Oh, I just bought Eyes Wide Shut, actually, on the Kubrick note. It was $5. I don't know. That's on Blu-ray. I like that movie. Oh, okay. Like, For Blu-ray, that might be fine. I was going to say, like, it's probably not worth more than a couple bucks. I thought it was kind of neat. I don't know. Also, like, weird masked orgies, like... Who isn't kind of into that? Wait, did I just... I don't know. I I mean, I guess I'm into masked orgies. I don't know. It's crazy, dude. Like, the weird chanting and everything, and those masks and everything. I thought it was a neat... If you were invited, would you go to an orgy? Ugh. Okay, so that's a weird question, because if you were invited, it... Like, the idea in your head is that you know the person that invited you. <laughs> And yeah. that's kind of weird, so let's say that you didn't know the people. You don't know the complete, people. Or what if they're... They did, what if they did the PAX orgy again? Where it's oh, just like a random no. message to anybody. Something about, like, just... I'm just thinking, like, too many just, like, gross mattresses. and It's, <laughs> it's something about it is not cool. Like, generally, the idea is not... I'm not 100% saying no. <laughs> Just say that. But, like, I'm sure 90% of orgies are gross. So I'd need to have, like, if, 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 if society at large lightened up about the whole thing and there was, like, some sort of Yelp for orgies and they kind of let you know what, like, what are good and bad ones going around. I guess it depends, yeah, because, like, if it was some, like, <laughs> this rich, highly recommended. if it was some, like, rich kid throwing it, like, you probably could assume that there's going to be, like, somewhat clean, like, really attractive ladies and people there, because people like money. Yeah. But, like, if it was just, like, an open invitation to PAX, like, I probably wouldn't want to fuck a bunch of gamers. Like, some Craigslist thing. That's yeah. so gross. It's, yeah, generally that's... the, the, the Oh, the, dude, so many neckbeards. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, but maybe, you know, if you're not that guy, maybe you're the, the star of the show. Yeah, but, like, to who? 
do you want to be? I, when I was talking about neckbeards, I was talking about the women. Oh, okay. I was not... I was not clear on that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird scene I'm not super familiar with, so... Maybe we should get familiarized with it. Just like, hey, ask some questions. Yeah, if anyone out there has any good orgy tips or anything, email those to us. No, 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 this is how you gotta do it. Yo, you in the Calgary area? You up for fucking? Let's do this shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's way too... That's like four steps beyond the initial... <laughs> Feeling stuff out, like just like, hey, what, what do you, what do you guys think? Any feedback? That's the point I'm at. I'm not like, you know what? You're right. What are you doing next Thursday? Like, done. Yolo. What are you doing right now? Like in two hours. Yolo. I'm, Yolo. You. It's true. That's true. Drake was right. <sighs> Whatever. Should we? That was also a means of me trying to say, let's share our information, like contact stuff about emails and everything. <laughs> you want to do that stitcher app all that <laughs> go <laughs> all right so if you're in the calgary area and you're down to fuck email <laughs> us at the moviemonks at gmail.com you can twitter nathan at krasnor you can get me at exposure e-x-f-a-u-x-s-u-r-e you can mm-hmm. twitter us both at the media monks i mean i check it and it automatically re or retweets to us i think it's set up to anyway uh if you're on the go of course, Stitcher. There are boys. They're good. Or girls, I guess. The people I talk to there are all women. So, sorry yeah. to be disingenuous to your whole sex, ladies. But, yeah. Um, okay. We're on Facebook. Just look up Media Monks. We're the only ones on there. Unlike on Twitter, where there's another Media Monks. We might not be Media Monks anymore, though. So, we'll yeah, have I think more information about that as we go. Um, check out Steam, uh, the Pixel Response Group. Uh, also, top-down perspective. I think we're both in there. Did I invite you to that? Do you want to be in that? I don't think you invited me to that. Okay, Asshole. I might. Oh, like, oh, was, you know, I don't know. It's oh, this is called... weird because he only knows everyone that does top-down perspective. Okay. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> I guess I'll invite you. Now I'm being bitter. So okay. yeah, hit us up on Steam. I mean, me and Nathan particularly are on there all the time now. So mm-hmm. we'll be there. That's a probably better way to get a hold of us, actually. And as always, visit pixel-response.com for more. Yay! Did any questions end up coming in on your end? or They did. Just okay. a couple. Okay, I got one, but it was from my friend Andrew, and he was like, Hey, what, what's the name of your podcast? So Honestly, I don't have an answer to that yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess, technically. That's but the I, best I... question we've ever had. I said currently it's called this, but yeah. Um, anyway, okay, go. Okay, so this one isn't so much of a question, but more of a discussion thing. At Handsome Fat Man on Twitter, a Mario game where every one-up kills you, discuss. I think that would be pretty fun. Because then there's an incentive to not collect 100 coins. Oh, weird. So you're saying even coin earning. Every one-up. So you have to, like, actively avoid coins. Yes. They're now a threat. That is interesting. That would be a fun little flip on the script. And then you see a green mushroom, you run. You just like, oh, shit, the green mushroom. You're just jumping over it and trying to stay away. It bounces back and comes back on screen. You're like, oh! like, invisible coin blocks you accidentally hit, and then one falls on you and you die. Yeah. That's actually a cool idea. That thumbs up. Yeah, I like that idea. 
He's a good guy, too. Everyone should follow him if they're not. Um, Sean underscore Booker. I don't know if you've heard of him. Who's that? Okay. New listener, I guess. He asked, what kind of sandwich should I make tonight? Toasted? Question mark. And he was obviously asking that to just be an ass. But I think you should probably have tuna, because tuna's good for you, and it's delicious. You know, I wasn't even trying to be a jerk. I don't know if he likes tuna sandwiches, but I do enjoy tuna sandwiches. So I would recommend that as well. But if you're not feeling that, I just had some turkey uh, sausage. That's, that's pretty good, too. A turkey BLT is really good, too, if you have the means to make that. And I do recommend tomatoes on sandwiches, but I'm pretty sure Sean also isn't into that. But that's the key. I love those on Agreed. sandwiches. Agreed. A nice sliced tomato. It's perfect. Actually, this, is, this kind of shines a light on like a weird problem I've been having the last few times I went to Subway. Like I just don't want all the peripheral stuff on there. I just want you to put more meat, like meat in there. Yeah. So I had the pulled pork one. Yes. And it's just like, hey, what kind of toppings you want on there? And like, I kind of saw right up front like the amount of pork that went on there. And in my head, it was like, like four times more than that. Okay. And I'll be good. But instead, it's just like, I guess I'll get some cucumbers. And Did you I get it toasted? I, I, no, I don't oh, think I bought it. Okay, because not getting it toasted is a good thing with the pulled pork. Um, next time, if you can, the Hunter Horn one, just off 64th. Okay. They loaded mine up. It was with delicious. Meat, they actually throw a lot in there. Yeah, I felt kind of short short-changed on that. And then my sandwich was really small because I just didn't put tons of dumb stuff in it. Like it's just like I have to throw tons of lettuce in there, uh, pickles and like I just don't do that. I don't want that in my sandwich. I, I just do. want a big I all I wanted all. was a big shot of protein right then and they did not deliver. So I got I was a big shot of protein for you. Was this the Quiznos one? Oh god. <laughs> Okay. Again, if you're in the Calgary area, themediamonks at gmail.com. And now I feel weirdly self-conscious about that stuff, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, one more question from 10%. one Eno Mezzo. Okay. Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods, who gets free tickets to Batman first? Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods? I'm going to say Michael Jordan. Yes, because Space Jam's a great movie. Like, whoa, what? Everybody get up. Oh, it's... Okay, I don't. I can't pick up where you left off on that, but yeah, it's it's Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. Space all right. Jam. All right, all right, all right. Wave your hands in the air if you feel fine. We're going to take it into overtime. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Um... I, I don't know. What is the... Why would they get free tickets to the movie anyway? Welcome to the jam. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to say Michael Jordan. Right. People still like Michael Jordan. He hasn't had any kind of sex. And I mean, like, Tiger Woods, like, he's the best at golf. Yay. Like, Michael Jordan, I don't know. He's just kind of a legend in his sport. I guess Tiger Woods is, too. Yeah, that's that's totally true. Although, why isn't there EA Sports Presents Michael Jordan's NBA something? Where, why is there no licensed Michael Jordan game? Maybe he wants too much money. Okay. Like even back in his prime, there was it. There was like Barkley uh, yeah, shut like, up and jam and yeah, stuff like there's that. Like a Kobe Bryant game or something for N sixty four, like Hang Time, wasn't that a thing? And Barkley, the Charles Barkley one, shut up and, and like, jam. For other sports, like there's Gretzky junk all over the place, and uh, there was other players too. I'm trying to remember Brett Brett Hall. There was a Super Nintendo game. I think Michael Jordan would be into Batman more than Tiger Woods. Just as a film, you think that's more kind of something he'd be like, yeah, this is great. It's a great like, movie. is that racist? 
No? Why would that be racist? I don't know, because, like, Tiger Woods is essentially a white person. Okay, but ev everybody likes Batman. Like, what do you mean? Do they? Uh, I think so. It made, like, $800 million already. Alright. Anyways, I think that'll do it for this week. Um, we should probably try to do that live podcast sometime. I think that'll be fun. Okay, I still don't know what your plans are for it, but just it's a it, if essentially it's just hey we'll hang out here, play some torchlight or something, and give Nathan sandwiches, and also this camera's on, like yeah no, whatever. I wasn't thinking of a camera, more like a like probably if we can get a bunch of people in the room that'd be great, and then like Skype call one or two people in. Oh okay. That would be good. Otherwise, I have a way we could do it like voice over IP with like okay. eight people. Okay. But I'm just thinking, yeah, kind of the same idea, like a live a live show, because I would like the interaction with people, and then they could like yell at us and stuff. That'd be great. Yeah, the the chat stuff does help a lot, but we shouldn't dismiss this format in this format. We're not but, going to. Okay. Um. All right. Oh, you, are we already done? We are done. So we will talk to you guys next week. Uh. Okay. Bye. Bye. Got this USB hub.